good afternoon once again welcome to can we talk about it live i am elder serena holloway i pastor alongside my husband bishop christopher holloway senior amen i thank god for him i thank god for another opportunity to come to you all again on today um bring in what does say of the lord according to his word um i know that some people will take things literally and so I always say, you know, read the word of God for yourself. Um, I like to encourage the people's hearts. Um, I don't claim to be anybody but myself. Amen. I don't claim to be anybody but myself. And so, again, as I explained on last week, um, of course, we're in a pandemic. And so we're not able to go into the studios right now. Amen. But um, I'm able to do pre-records from my home. And so if you hear me say, stop, don't, <laughs> I'm talking to my grandchildren and my godchildren. Amen. And this, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> that, that, that right there is what I'm talking about. So, yeah, y'all pray for me because this has been, this, this year alone has been one trying but blessed year. God has kept us. God has provided for us. We have not skipped a beat. Amen. And I give all praise and all glory to God because he He has continued. Um, he has continued, continued, continued to keep us where we need to be kept. Amen. And so I'm just grateful and I'm just humble. And I just thank God for y'all being um, uh, able to, I guess, listen to little old me. And, 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 and get that out of your mouth um, to be able to give you um, what you need. Amen. So God is good and he is worthy to be praised. And I just thank God um, for this opportunity again. Um, and, I, and I realized on last week I went right in. I didn't give a prayer <laughs> in the beginning or the end. And it's not that I don't have a prayer life. It's not. Amen. But sometimes, you know, I, I, I just go. I just go right on in there. But I thank God. So um, before we get started, I will go ahead and pray. And for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, again, as I stated earlier, I am Elder Serena Holloway. Um, I pastor alongside my husband. We have a ministry, um, Divine Worship Christian Center at 3702 Knox Lane, right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, if you are looking for a church home for the first time, my, our doors are open to you. Amen. If you have... Um, not wanted to go into the house again, the house of God again because of hurt and or whatever that you might have endured. Get up and try God one more time. And I also like to add to that sometimes we're, we're in ministries because of family and friends or those who we're connected to. When you go to be a part of a ministry, go because of God. If God sends you to that ministry, if God sends you or push you into that area where you need to be, move in God. Because when you move in God and you go because God sent you there, then no matter what you see, no matter what you hear, and no matter what is brought against you or to you, you will take a stand on what is right. You will take a stand on the word of God and you won't move until God tells you to. And so many times we'll say, well, I done had enough and God's telling me to move. Even in that, be so sure, be so sure that it's a move straight from God. Amen. Because you want to make sure that you, um, you want to make sure that you're, you're in, you're in God's will. You know, you, you just want to make sure that you're in God's will. I don't claim to be 
a prophet, but God uses me to speak prophetically. I don't claim to be um, anybody whom God calls me to be. I thank God for his gifts. I thank God for his callings. I thank God for the gift of discernment. I thank God for the gift of healing. I thank God for the the um, um, the, 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 the deliverance ministry that he has given me. And what I have learned this year, I tell y'all the truth. What I have learned this year, that you do not have to speak like everybody else. You do not have to move like everybody else. You do not have to preach or teach like everybody else. You do not have to walk in the prophetic how God uses you like everybody else. You literally got to know God for yourself because I've seen some false teachers and I have seen some false preachers. And if you're not careful, you will be taken in. If you are not careful, you will be set up for failure. If you are not careful, you will literally walk away from what God has called you to do. If you do not know or have God for yourself, know him for yourself. And you, in order to know him for yourself, you got to have the Holy Ghost. You got to have the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You must have the Holy Ghost. You must have the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I cannot stress, oh, that's only for snack. And I cannot stress that enough. I cannot stress that enough that you you have to build your own relationship with the Lord. I'm not saying that it will cause you not to love one another, but I will say that it will cause you to bring division. It will cause you to sow discord and it will cause people to think that it's it that you've done it. It will cause them. You, you Listen, that thing is so strong and so powerful. If you're not careful and you don't know the power of the true Holy Ghost, that thing will have you so messed up. You and you be so messed up and caught up by the snares of the devil. But I thank God that I'm not weak minded when it comes to the Holy Spirit. I thank God that I'm not weak minded when it comes to my walk with the Lord. I thank God that I'm not partial. I thank God that yes, when I see myself being hypocritical, I can I can literally receive correction or conviction from the Holy Spirit to make sure I get myself back in line with the Holy Spirit, back in line with Jesus Christ. And when you come across people who make it seem like it's all of us, all your fault, walk away, walk away. If they're always blaming you, if they always got you think you're losing your mind, if they always got you think that you can't do this and you can't do that and God is not in you and God is not using you, walk away. Walk away. Because I can only be honest and truthful with you. People will make you, so, these religious folk will make you feel like you can't put no makeup on. You can't do your hair. You can't grow your hair. You can't wear this. You can't wear that. Honey, build your own relationship with the Lord. Where you can receive correction from the right people. Because if you are not careful then you will not be aware of Satan's devices. And the scripture tells us that we are not ignorant to Satan's devices. We, we have to make sure that we are caught up with Jesus. Or we're gonna be caught or we're gonna be brought down by Satan. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
and I don't want to be brought down by Satan. If God is going to bring me down, I want I want to be brought down by God so that God can rebuild me back up. Because God is a rebuilder. He is a restorer. He is a healer and a deliverer. And he will help you. He will not judge you. He will help you. He will not hurt you. He will help you. And so as I begin to do this series concerning the, uh, the marriages, because I can tell you from times past, from experiences, from, those, from the things that I've endured, from the things my husband endured, the golden rule, just because he's your husband, don't give you the right to disrespect him. That because she's your wife, it doesn't give you the it doesn't give you the right to disrespect her. No, ma'am, no, sir. Respect is given. Respect is earned. And respect is given. But when you earn the respect, you can give the respect. And both of you can earn the respect. Because Jesus Christ don't respect the person. He don't care who you are and what you got going on. And that's a distraction that I bind you and it in the name of Jesus. Have a seat, sir. Thank you. That's how you speak to them distraction spirits. You got to have enough power and authority by the Holy Ghost to be able to speak to some things that God is trying to get the people to see. And Satan will come through and make you lose focus and get you off track from what he from what God wants you to give. The devil don't want you to give encouragement. The devil don't want you to help the people. The devil wants you to do what he wants you to do. And that's don't do anything right. And that devil is a liar. So on today, I pray that when I do, turns into I don't, the vows of the vows will help encourage you, will help push you to your greater, will help show you what you need and what you don't need. This is how God gives it to me, and I go on in Jesus' name. The number is on the screen, 865-214-7771. You can text that number. You can leave that number uh, a voicemail. And within 24 to 48 hours, I usually check them to see if anyone has called or sent a text message. Reach out. Ask me. If you don't understand something, the Bible tells us, let, agree with our, let us agree with our adversary quickly. Let me, let me, let me, let me explain to y'all what that means. Let me explain to y'all what that means so that y'all will understand why it is so important. We can't, um, we can't, um, stay in a grudge. We can't stay in a grudge place. We can't stay in a judge place. We can't stay in an angry place. Listen, Matthew 5 and 25. I love Matthew. Because I'm telling you, it's gonna, it, it, it'll help you. Matthew 25 says this. Let me go back a little bit. Yep, let me go all the way back. Let me go to Matthew 5 and 21. And after I do this, I'm going to go right into prayer. And we're going to go right into our lesson. But anytime that I find myself going in this direction that is not even in my notes, I'm going to let God have his way. Because at the end of the day, it's about God and not about me. And it's not about you. It's about God and what He and what the people need from Jesus Christ. Amen. So listen, Matthew 5, starting at the 21st verse, and Jesus is teaching about anger. This is why it does not cost 
to stay in anger. It does not cost to stay with malice. It does not cost them to just be in a bad place. It's going to, it's going to, it's not going to be good for you. Matthew chapter five, starting at the 21st verse, Jesus says, you have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not kill and whosoever and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. Amen. Jesus said, but I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there remembers that you that your brother, listen, when you bring your gift to the altar and you remember that you have an alt, that your brother has an alt against you. And I talked about this the other day and I could not find this scripture. And I was like, I know it's because it, it, listen to what it say. If you bring your gift to the altar and at the altar, you remember that your brother has an alt against you. Not that you have an out against them, but you remember that someone has an out against you. Leave there thy gift before the altar and go your way. First, be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Listen, listen to this. I want to read this in the Amplified Version. Listen to this. Let me go back to 5, 525. Listen. You take my pen apart? I can put it back together. Why well, I need you to do that right now, please? Because at this point, I don't know why you took it apart. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Um, 25. Matthew 5 and 25. Listen to this. Now, let me let me go back up to 21 first in the amplified version and see and this amplified version is talking about personal relationships now listen to this you have heard that it was said to the men of old you shall not murder and whoever murders shall be guilty before the court but i say unto you that everyone who continues to be angry with his brother or harbors malice against him shall be guilty before the court and whoever and whoever speaks contemptuously and insultingly to his brother Raka and it's saying you empty headed idiot that's that's what this said Raka you empty headed idiot shall be guilty before the supreme court Sanhedrin and whoever says you fool shall be in danger of the fiery hell 23 says so if you are presenting your offering at the altar and while there you remember that your brother has something such as a grievance or a legitimate complaint against you, against you, leave your offering there at the altar and go. First make peace with your brother and then come and present your offering. 25 says, come to terms quickly at the earliest opportunity with your opponent at law while you are with him on the way to court 
so that your opponent does not hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you are thrown into prison. Verse 26 says, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, you will not come out of there until you have paid the last cent. Now, listen to this. Now, now listen to 25. To, 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 listen to um, right here, 25. But I want to read to you what the, what the King James Version says. Agree with thine adversary quickly whilst thou art in the way with him. Lest at any time the adversary deliver thee to the judge, and to the judge deliver thee to the officer, and thou be cast into prison. Now, 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 listen, listen to what, let me tell you what adversary mean. And this will blew my mind, because I was like, oh my God, adversary, adversary is your opponent, the enemy. That's what it means. Adversary an enemy or the opponent so we wash it our husband and wives don't be angry so forever with your opponent or your enemy it says agree with them quickly before you even get to the judge before you even get to judgment day before you even die agree with your enemy quickly Agree with your opponent quickly. Agree with that person you have an art with quickly. Agree with them quickly. Because if they take you to the judge, right there, if they deliver thee to the officer, you'll be cast into prison. If you die in that sin, you your judgment day will be in hell. Because you've had unforgiveness in your heart. And if unforgiveness is in your heart come judgment day, that is a sin. So while we want to stand at the altar, preaching and teaching and laying of hands and speaking in tongues and prophesying, and you got all this anger in your heart concerning your brother or your sister or your husband or your wife. I just said that. This is about your husband or your wife. If your husband or your wife is a preacher, teacher, leader, whomever they are, or whoever you are, you cannot take your gift to the altar and do whatever you want to do with it because it's telling you to leave it there and go quickly to get these things right. Then once you have done that first, then go back to the altar. Then go back to the altar. Then go back to the offer, to the to the altar, and offer your gift. How, what are you offering? You, your, how do you? What gift are you offering? Offering means that because I have the gift of laying of hands, I'm offering it to those who need a healing. I have words of encouragement. That's my gift. But because I got malice in my heart, I can't offer that word of encouragement to them when I got discouragement for somebody else in my heart. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I'm talking about husband and wife. That's not using the golden rule for what it was intended to be used for. If Jesus doesn't respect the person, neither shall we. And we ought to help another marriage. We got to help ours first. Amen. 
Amen. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So Lord God, I thank you right now. I come to you just as humble as I know how, no other way but through Jesus Christ. Lord God, I ask you to look on every person that is on this live. Look at every person that is watching, whether they're sitting in their car, whether they're sitting in their living room, whether they're sitting on their job, Lord God, wherever they are, God, go to them. Touch their heart, Lord God. Speak to their mind. Speak to their spirit, Lord God. Allow them to release any malice, any hatred, any contention, any strife, any ought, Lord God. Lord God, don't allow them to use their gift when they got malice and contention and hatred hatred and, and jealousy and unforgiveness or grudgements in their heart, God. Lord God, don't allow them to use their gifts properly, Lord God, until they get their hearts right, their minds right. David said, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. This is a personal relationship, Lord, between you and them, us and they, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Have your way right now, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, I ask you right now, continue to use me for such a time as this. Cover me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, Lord God. Lord God, put the blood of posts around my heart, Lord God. Put the blood of open the posts of my door, Lord God. Cover me, keep me, lead me, guide me. Even in these highways and byways, the airways, Lord God, cover every word that I use according to your word, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, let somebody receive salvation. Let somebody receive a healing. Let somebody receive deliverance. Lord God, they've been captive for so long. They've been slaves for so long, Lord God. Allow the word to release them, Lord God. Allow the word to shake them up, Lord God. Allow the word to convict their hearts, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. And Lord God, don't let nothing taint this, Lord God. But God, bring blessings upon it, Lord God. Breathe blessings upon it, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Lord God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable, acceptable unto your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Have your way. Have your way for Can We Talk About It Live. Have your way for CT, uh, CTV, God. Have your way. For all those that works from the studio, Lord God, have your way, Lord God. Cover them, Lord God. Cover me, Lord God. Cover everybody, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, God, we thank you and we love you and we bless your name. We glorify you. And, Lord God, as your word goes forth, as the teaching continues to go forth in Matthew chapter 7, Lord God, help us not to criticize our spouses, Lord God. Help us not to criticize our spouses, Lord God. Help us not to be hypocritical to our spouses, Lord God. Help us not condemn our spouses, Lord God. Let us love them, Lord God. Let us love them right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let love abide, Lord God. Lord God, your word says that with, uh, uh, with love and kindness, you drew us, Lord God. So, Lord God, continue to draw us. Us, Lord God, but Lord God, your word said in James 4 7 and uh, James 4 and uh, uh, James 4 7, Lord God, as we draw nigh to you, you'll draw nigh to us. Let us cleanse our hands and purify our hearts, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you right now, God, continue to use me in such a mighty way, continue to deliver the people. I bind up the spirit of distraction, I bind up the spirit of the enemy, I bind it up in the mighty name of Jesus. Satan, you are a liar, and there's no truth in you. So God, I thank you right now, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, have your way. Cover this place, Lord God. 
cover your atmosphere, Lord God. Give me the, the power and the ability, Lord God. Give me the power and the authority, Lord God, to allow your spirit to override the flesh of the people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we thank you and we love you on today. And we bless your name and we glorify you. And able the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. We must know how to put God first. In Matthew chapter 6, 33, he says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Because of everything that is happening, we can't worry about tomorrow. We can't worry about what takes place. We just got to trust you, God. We got to acknowledge you, God. We got to put you first and your righteousness first, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So I thank you all again for tuning in. Continue to continue to just cover me in your prayer. Again, as you can see below, we're talking about the golden rule. This is part three, Matthew 7, 1 through 12 on last week. I talked about Matthew 7, 1 through 6, amen. And um, it was such a wonderful lesson because it talks about criticizing others. And because we're married, we have husbands, we have wives, we think that that golden rule don't apply to us husbands or us wives. We think that it applies to everybody else. No, the word applies to the husband and wife as well. Because you have to understand that Matthew chapter 19, verse 8 through 9 says this. He said unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. Jesus said, and I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth adultery. And whosoever marrieth her, which is put away, doeth commit adultery. But you got to understand that verse 5 through 6 says this. And said, for this call shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What, what, what therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. Let no man put us under. You have to understand that in verse 11, Jesus went on to say, All men cannot receive this saying, save they to whom it is given. So you have to understand that it is, it is our responsibility to give the men and women of God the true word of, of, of the Lord. Amen. The word of God, the true word of God. But everybody is not going to receive it. And this is why he said in Matthew 7 and 20, he said, wherefore by their fruits, you shall know them. Even your husband, even your wife. Some of us, we're, we, we, we tend to be perfect. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. Our Father in heaven is perfect. So we ought to strive to be perfect. But when we think we don't make any mistakes, when we think that we don't have any failures, when we think that we are just oh so perfect, that we can't receive correction and criticism, you make his word a lie. And you can read that in 1 John 1, 9, 1 8, 9, and 10. There are people in this world that it's their job to kick against everything that you say, to kick against everything that you do. And I have to honestly say that this year, I have seen it for myself. My eyes have witnessed it for myself. How people will try to come against you 
because they don't understand you're trying to help them and not hurt them. But everything is backed up with the word of God. And I don't want to be caught taking anything out of it or adding anything to it. I don't want my name taken out of the Lamb's book of life. You can read that over in Revelations chapter 22. The scripture tells us if they still want to be, uh, if they still want to be um, filthy, let them be filthy still. If they still want to be unholy, let them be unholy still. But if they want to be just, let them be just. If they want to be holy, let them be holy. We, don't, we can't make people see anything they don't want to see. We can't make them do what they just don't want to do. You can pray for them and keep it moving. Jesus prayed for them. He healed them. He encouraged them, but he didn't make any of them. Judas betrayed Jesus from his choice. Judas walked with Jesus. Jesus never dismissed him from the table. When, Judas, when Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him, he didn't dismiss him from the table. He just simply said to him, go and do what you have planned because the hour is at hand. We don't have that much time. You can go back and read that scripture for yourself about the betrayal of Jesus Christ. Jacob, I need you to stop. Please stop. Or do I get out of class? No, you do not. No, I mean, like, it's I... only one o'clock, Jacob. You're still in class. Go to your next class. You know your schedule. I know. I know. I'm still in class, but I know like which class I'm going to. I mean, Hallelujah. Y'all, please forgive me. Please forgive me. But anyway, we're moving on. Like I said, my grandson, he's autistic, and so every now and then I gotta chop it down by the best way that I can, so y'all continue to pray for him. As you continue to pray for me. Amen. So with that being said, last week we talked about we went, we got all the way up to we started at Matthew chapter seven and we got all the way up to um verse six. So today we're at Matthew chapter seven, verse seven. Amen. So let me go there to the amplified version. And here we're talking about the prayer I'll go to and the golden rule. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 says, when I start talking, you don't start talking. I can still hear you. Okay. Matthew chapter 7, starting at the 7th verse. Ask. And it shall be given you. Seek. And ye shall find. Knock. And it shall be opened unto you. Verse 8 says. For everyone that asketh. Receiveth. And he that seeketh. Findeth. And to him that knocketh. It shall be opened. Now let me say this. For those of you who don't know. That if there is a th. After an end of a word, that means continually. So in verse 7 where he says, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. He says for everyone that asks, that means for everyone that continues to ask, we continue, will receive. Now listen to this. Ask and keep on asking and it will be given to you. 
seek and keep on seeking and you will find knock and keep on knocking and the door will be open to you for everyone who keeps on asking receives and he who keeps on seeking finds and to him who keeps on knocking it will be open or what man is there among you who if his son asks for bread will instead give him a stone or if he asks for a fish will instead give him a snake if you then evil sinful by nature as you are know how to give good and and adventurous gifts to your children how much more will your father who is in heaven perfect as he is give what is good and advantage and advantages just to those who keep on asking him verse 12 says so then in everything treat others the same way you want them to treat you for this is the essence of the law and the writings of the prophets amen so here's what you need to understand so if jesus tells us to persist in pursuing god people often give up after a few half-hearted efforts and conclude that god cannot be found how many times have we in our marriages and we're praying for a change concerning our our husband or our wife but what you don't understand is you can't pray for their change you pray for you and you 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 work on you god will work on them we forget we forget about and i did this study on um prayers of a, uh, uh, the power of a praying wife and i i got so much encouraging words from in my inbox about how they were praying for their husband or they were praying for their wife and nothing was just changing it was getting harder and harder and then when you said when the when the writer said stormy uh, uh i think it was stormy or Marshall, when she said when she literally said when she literally said jacob What is it that you need? That's just this. This is kind of. He's kind of like you know. It's what that is kind of mine, and I, I don't want him to do. Okay, that. what is yours? That little thing he's messing with. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So. Sorry. What we have to understand is, and you know, and, I, and it's it's funny how even in that, um. This is this is what happens when a person is so focused on something else that is going on they can't focus on what they're doing and i'm, I'm gonna use i'm gonna use what my grandson just did as an example to this particular scripture where it says people often give up after a few half half-hearted efforts and conclude that god cannot be found but knowing god takes faith focus and follow through and jesus assures us that our efforts will be rewarded and here's the thing it's like when Jacob is wanting this thing that Stefan has and he can't focus on what he's doing or what he's supposed to be doing because his total focus is on this thing that Stefan has. So in the midst of that, I'm being distracted for what I got to do because of what he's got going on because what he's supposed to be doing. Meaning, if Jacob can't focus on his work because of what Stefan has, then my distraction comes from Jacob because now I'm looking at what he got going on 
Jacob is looking at Stephon and what he got going on. And Satan has now just came in and has taken us all over, has taken us all off of our focus. I need to be focused on this. Jacob needs to be focusing on his schoolwork. And Stefan is doing what he's doing because he's on break from class. But because he's the middleman, because I'm sitting here, my grandson is sitting there, Stefan is here. So the middleman is being a distraction. No, the middleman is causing distraction between the two that is sitting here. And this is what this is what happens between husband and wife when it says, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and it shall find. Knock and it shall be open. But if our focus is off, we're not going to ask Jesus. If our focus is off, we're not going to seek Jesus. If our focus is off, we're not going to knock on the door for Jesus to come in. Or we're not going to answer the door when, when there's a knocking happening because our focus is off and our and because of the distraction we've just been shifted and sometimes we'll say well then maybe that's god that's trying to get us to lose focus no because i know what i'm doing is good for the lord i know what i'm doing is good for god so even in my marriage my husband i'm his wife and so if i'm trying to um have some things changed concerning my marriage I got to seek God wholeheartedly. It just said right here. It just says right here. Ask and keep on asking and it will be given you. You don't stop praying. You don't stop seeking. You don't stop knocking. You don't stop going, but you continue to pray. But in the midst of you doing that, what are you doing for those prayers to be answered? Because if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that there is a, um, there is a, Hey, let me see. Let me let me see. I know it's I know it's in here. Um, um yes, Matthew 9. Listen. Matthew 9, 12 and 13. But when Jesus heard that he said unto them, They that be whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. But go ye and learn what that meaneth. Meaning you continue to go in and, and get a, a, an understanding of what's being said or what's being done. He said, I will have mercy and not sacrifice, for I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. So if we know that our husband or our wife, or we know that it's us who needs to be healed, who needs to be delivered, who needs to go back and find our, um, find a, uh, Find our place in the Lord. We have to remain. We have to remain focused because it is Satan's job to trap us. It is Satan's job to cause us to get off course from 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 what we're actually being taught. From what we're actually being taught. So now let me go back here. So listen so so listen to this listen to this so um where am i right here so listen so don't give up in your efforts to seek god continue to ask him for more knowledge patience wisdom love and understanding 
he will give them to you. So if Philippians 4 and 19 says, but my God shall supply my every need according to his riches and according to his riches and glee, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, then we have to understand that whatever, whatever we need, God will fulfill that need. If you need joy, keep asking and you will receive. If you need love, keep asking until you receive. If you need help, keep asking until you receive. Because it, it tells us to keep on asking and it will be giving you. So even when we feel like our love is depleting, it's decreasing. Lord, I need your love. Lord, I need your guidance. Lord, I need your help. I don't want to lose my love for my husband. I don't want to lose my love for my wife. Lord, I don't want to lose the desire for my husband. I don't want to lose the desire for my wife. Lord, I want to keep this. And Lord, I need to keep that for my spouse. And, and so what happens is you got to keep praying. You got to keep asking. You got to keep seeking. You got to keep knocking in order to receive. Amen. So listen. And in verse 9 and 10, it says, Or what man is there whom is the son asked bread? Now listen to this. The child in Jesus' example asked his father for bread and fish, good and necessary items. If the child had asked for a poisonous snake, would the wise father have granted his request? No. You have to be careful what you ask for. You have to be careful what you ask for because at some point you may receive it. But common sense tells us, well, I'm not going to ask for a poisonous snake and then expect to get a poisonous snake. When you ask, then some questions are going to answer. Okay, so what do you need this poisonous snake for? What are you going to do with this poisonous snake? So you got to be conscious of what you ask for. So here's this. Sometimes God knows we are praying for snakes. And does not give us what we ask for, even though we persist in our prayers. Again, Philippians 4:19. But my God shall shall oh Lord, Philippians 4:19. But my God shall supply my every need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Do y'all understand that? What that means is this. If you are asking amiss, you ain't getting it. If you are asking from a jealous heart, you're not getting it. If you're asking because of envy and malice, you're not getting it. So it doesn't matter how long you pray, how much you pray, you're not getting it. If Jesus knows that your prayers is to hurt somebody else, it doesn't matter how long you keep asking, you're not getting it. His word does not come back void. He doesn't answer the prayers of an unrighteous heart. He doesn't answer the prayers of a heart that is full of iniquity. He doesn't answer the prayers of a heart that is full of sin. He answers the prayers of a repentant sinner. But you can't, you can't ask for forgiveness if only you want God to do what you need him to do that is still not in the will of God. He knows your heart. He knows you inside and out. Stop, Jacob. He knows you inside and out. Um, I think it's my break because when, when, when Stefan's break happens, 
At this time, I didn't probably uh. He's on an eight-hour schedule, so the old schedule is thrown away. He's in middle school. You're in elementary. Find the class that you're supposed to be in and I get am, there. But, but I am, but I, I think it's not. I can't like. It's, trying to, but it's not working. I think I'm supposed to be in band today. I refuse to do this live over again. And I need you to please. I'm about to do this over. Please stop. Okay. Back up from the table. Just back up. Put your hands in your lap. I, I, Put your. Uh, shh, shh, shh. Y'all, please forgive me. But I, I have to take this break. And, I, and I'm not doing this live all over again. I'm not doing it. So just y'all just bear with me. There's not a mute on here um, at all. So. And yeah, there it is a mute. But even if there's a mute, um, y'all still gonna see me, you know, moving over and being in a pause. So y'all just just give me a just give me a moment. So, I know that wasn't very whatever, because I'm sure you're going to see my facial expressions. So, anyway, as I was saying before I was 
interrupted because I didn't got 45 minutes into this and I'm not redoing this. And yes, I know some of y'all was like, well, you know, you could always wait for them that after school. No, I can't because you know what? I also have a life. So with that being said, okay, so. So 15 minutes of this has been at a pause and I don't even know if I'll be able to go backwards to, I think I probably can edit, I'm not sure, but if I can, I will, if I can't, then it is what it is, okay, so, alright, so, where was I, so, let me say this, oh, we have to be careful about what we ask. We have to be careful. I'm going to have to do this over. I guess I can't. 